presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. Conrad at third, Bober at second. Altwine ahead in the count, 2-1 with two outs. Connor Wilkin, the stretch of the pitch. Swung on and hit towards right center field, and that's going to be in the gap, and that's going to score two. And he's digging for three. There's going to be a play at third. Here comes the throw, the slide. It gets away. That would have been close, but it's a triple and two RBIs for Seth Altwine. Today, the Kearney Bearcats welcome in the Archbishop Bergen Knights. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. And the first pitch from the righty is going to be rifled into left center field, and that is well hit. It's going to get all the way just in front of the warning track. And our second extra base hit of the ball game here, a leadoff double for Braden Anderson. And Carney has been really good about getting the leadoff man aboard. Carney won their season opener against Lincoln Southeast on Thursday night and look for a 2-0 start against Fremont Bergen. It's the Knights and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's time for our pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Jeff Babel live from historic Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. And good morning, everyone, and welcome to Memorial Field for today's high school baseball matchup between the undefeated Carney Bearcats 1-0 and on the season and Fremont Bergen, who was so far unable to play a game as we talked to their coach in the pregame, saying that they their game against Ron Colley last night was unplayable due to field conditions. So Fremont Bergen will get their season underway here from Carney. I'm Jeff Babel. Sitting alongside Cannon Rath here is my color commentary, and Stacy Johns back in the studio. Glad to have you guys along with us for Bearcat Baseball all season long here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We are going to have the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament coverage when we are done. We have four feature games for you today, including Georgetown, Colorado, Alabama, Iona, Virginia, Ohio, and then BYU taking on UCLA tonight. We will have what's called whip-around coverage as well, which would include games like Today's Creighton game, which is scheduled for a 2.30 p.m. The coaches are meeting at the home plate right now for their manager meeting. And again, Carney with a come-from-behind victory. Uh, pitchers duel early on on Thursday, and then uh, Southeast came back, grabbed the lead. And then Carney finished it off and come away with a victory on Thursday night, again, by a score of 5-4. to four. Looks like veteran umpire Tim Higgins is going to be the Home plate umpire tonight, and again, I'd like to welcome in Cannon Rath and Cannon. Uh, it's baseball season; the 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 snow has melted, the 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 sun is out, and uh, it's baseball in Nebraska. You're not wrong there. Typically around this time of year, it could be snow on the ground, be cold, rain. We did deal with rain all of last week, next week, but on this Saturday, it's a beautiful 48 degree weather day. So you couldn't ask for a better day of baseball, especially in the middle of March where we're at now. High should be about 63 today. We won't hit that during today's game, that high temperature according to the hourly forecast, roughly about 4 o'clock. Winds are blustery though right now, 25 miles an hour from the southeast. So you know Memorial Field, sometimes it's a launching pad. So that 
today, if you're going to be pitching tonight, uh, you're going to want to keep the ball low, that's for sure. We'll take a break, and we'll meet the pitchers and the other starters for both teams. You're listening to Carney Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Memorial Field. Let's meet the starting lineups. Let's start with Fremont Bergen. Head coach is Jeff Hayden. Number one is Dawson Klaus. He'll be your starting shortstop tonight. In the two-hole, it'll be number 15, Connor Richmond. He'll be at second base. In the three-hole, it's number 21, Carter Sintek. He'll be starting on the mound tonight. Number four is Sam Gifford, third baseman. He'll wear number two. In the five spot, it'll be number three, Camden McKenzie. He'll be the catcher tonight. And batting sixth is number four, Cal Yankee. He'll be your right fielder. In the seven hole, it'll be number seven, Brady Benson. He'll be at first base. Number eight is, or in the eight hole, is number five, Hunter Mueller. He'll be the starting center fielder tonight. And in the nine hole is number 20, Jay Sorensen. He is the left fielder, assisted coach for J- Jeff Hayden, the head coach, assisted by Mike Deckman, Scott Swanson, Matt Hahn, and Ian Nick. Eight seniors for Fremont Bergen, so they're a bit of an older team. Something we, uh, if you talked with Coach Archer in the pregame, you noticed that uh, Carney a little bit younger uh, this year, with uh, especially losing a bunch of their good seniors last year to that COVID year. Let's take a look now at the starters for Carney. Number one batting leadoff is Easton Bruce, the center fielder. In the number two hole is number two. That's Braden Anderson. He'll be both designated hitter and the starting pitcher tonight. So once he is relieved from the game, he will be the designated hitter. In the three hole, number nine, Tanner Johnson. He is at first base. Batting cleanup, number 35 is Corbin Rich. He'll be at third base. Number five hole hitter is number 10. It's Cale Conrad. He'll be at left field. And your six hole hitter is number five, Reese Bober. He'll be at second base. Batting seventh is number 24, Max Myers. He'll be the starting catcher tonight. Number eight is number 27, Creed Martin. He'll be in right field. And batting ninth, the shortstop, number 15, Seth Altwine. Head coach is Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Connett, Chris Pocock, Brian Graham, and Josh Redman. Plenty of subs here. For Carney, we saw Cal Higgins on the mound on Thursday night, so due to the pitch count rules, he'll be off tonight. And they're announcing the starting lineups here. Carney will be in their home blue jerseys. And it looks like Fremont Bergen will elect to wear their green jerseys. So no home whites here for Carney. 
But I kind of like the, the sharp blues, don't you, Cannon? Oh, they stand out very well. And I think they're just an eye catcher, just an absolute eye catcher, the blue, and their hats with the blue back white front on them with the blue logo. You're so used to seeing the what would be called the Carney Runza logos, but now it is the Bearcat blue. So it's time now for the national anthem here at Memorial Field. So we'll step aside for two minutes and be back with the first pitch. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Welcome back to Kearney, Nebraska. Memorial Field, and we're about ready for baseball tonight. Let's set that defense here for you. For Kearney, left to right, it'll go Conrad, Bruce, and Martin. Across the diamond, it'll be Rich, Altwine, Bober, and then at first base, it'll be Johnson. The battery tonight consists of pitcher Braden Anderson and catcher Max Myers. Batting due up for Bergen. It'll be one, two, three, Klaus Richmond and the pitcher Carter Syntax. So with the ball wind blowing out, can I think for sure if you're Anderson, you want to turn into a ground ball pitcher here if you're at uh, at least early on. That way you keep uh, runs off the board. Oh, exactly. Like you mentioned, the wind's blowing here. If you can catch a fly ball just right, that ball can fly into the outfield. So if you're Braden Anderson, you're going to want to keep this low. You might see him try to hit maybe some early off-speed pitches to catch him off guard since the off-speeds like to stay lower than the typical fastball. But it'll be interesting to see, um, as you mentioned, Carney's this will be their second game. Anderson actually did play in their first game, was credited with the save over Lincoln Southeast. So he'll appear on the mound today. But like you said, you're just going to want to keep that ball low. You're, not, you're going to want to try to keep that ball out of the air. Catcher throws his final warm-up toss down to second base. Ball's in the hand of Brandon Anderson. Gets a little fist bump here from Corbin Rich. And Corbin will head down over to third base. And we're just about ready to go. Stepping in now is Dawson Klaus. Shortstop for Fremont Bergen. From the windup, first pitch looks like it's going to be high and outside for ball number one. First pitch at officially 12.01 p.m. 
So when the rubber coming with the delivery here, one's also going to be high. That one caught the plate, but just too high. Two balls, no strikes, and the smoke from the grill is coming across our broadcast position. That you know, spring is here. Baseball and hot dogs. Second or third offering is going to be a called strike right down the middle. Klaus was taken all the way there, so it evens the count now. At two balls and one strike. Anderson works quickly. That one's going to be high. Misses high. Three balls, one strike. And you don't want to start with a leadoff walk in any inning, but especially to start the game, you really want to get into a groove here if you're Anderson. Here comes Braden's pitch. Check swing. Did he go? No. The field down to the first base umpire says no. So leadoff walk here puts Glaus on. And Anderson now. We'll have to go out of the stretch, and Carney's going to bring third baseman Corbin Rich on the edge of the grass, try to maybe anticipate a bunt here. Anderson comes set, looks the runner back. Good lead, though, over there. First, he's running. High pitch is high, and the throw is going to be onto the shortstop side of second base. It's going to skip up once, and so a stolen base there for Glaus and a runner in scoring position. And nobody out, and now a 1-0 can't. Beautiful jump there by Glass. If you saw him, he had just a fantastic lead and just jumped at the perfect opportunity to get stolen base. Comes set here, looks back, the runner at second. This one's going to be just high. Connor Richmond, the second baseman, is the batter, and he checked his swing. He thought about wanting that one, but good job laying off that one as it was just a little bit high and inside. Here comes Anderson. Looks back, Glaus at second. Looks him back again a second time. Comes firing, and there's our first real good hack at the ball by Richmond. He swings right through it, so good off-speed pitch there for Anderson to get his first even count here. It's one ball and one strike. Pickoff move at second, and it's going to be just behind. And I did misspeak there. It's two balls and one strike. So I forgot to mark down the ball on the stolen base. Two balls and one strike. Anderson will come set here. Looks like it will be high and inside for ball number three. Three balls, one strike again here. I don't think it's probably fatigue here, Cannon, but he did pitch on Saturday, picked up the save. So probably just trying to get into that starter mode here more than anything. Here comes Anderson's next pitch. That's right down the pipe for a strike. Three balls and two strikes here to the number two hole hitter, Richmond. Syntec, the opposing pitcher, awaits on deck. Top of the first here. We're scoreless. Just our second batter of the game. Runner in scoring position here. Here comes the full count, and it's going to be hit right back to the pitcher. They're going to try and get him at third, and they're going to have him. Good instinctual move there by Anderson. It was hit right back to him, and that's one where you try to get it over to Rich as fast as you can. And good tag there by Corbin and getting the lead runner and sort of maybe resetting the, the gears there a little bit for Anderson. Nice awareness by Anderson when he re when he received the ground ball, had to look towards third base. Instead of flipping at the first, he took the easy out at third. So nice awareness there by Anderson. One out, Syntec the batter. That one's going to be a called strike on the outer half of the plate. 
And Richmond over there at first base, not nearly as ample to steal second base as we did see with Glass. Glass was going right away, you could tell. This is still a good lead there, though, for Richmond. Richmond, second baseman, Fremont Bergen. Good secondary lead, not going to go. And that's a foul ball out of play brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Rhonda Johnson or Amy Johnson today for all your home buying or selling needs. It's a good time to sell a home if you're in the market. Thanks to Home Real Estate for jumping on again this year. Here comes the 2-2 count. And it's going to be off speed. It's going to hit him. Breaking ball forgot to break there for Braden Anderson. And so hit by pitch will put Carter Sintek on first base. Runners first and second now with one out. Infield fly scenario will be on here. And we've got the umpires getting together here. Perhaps to discuss if he had moved. I believe I see a pin and pad there from Tim Higgins. So I'm assuming that means a courtesy runner. Yep, pitcher catchers can get the courtesy runners in the uh, rules of the NSA. So we'll try to effort that number here for you. 2-1, on, one out here for the Bearcats. Scoreless here in the top of the first inning. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Breaking ball across for Anderson. Forward called strike. Good pitch there to start up. First time he's led with a strike here. Hook come set. They look back Richmond at second base. Looks back a second time. Delivers this one. Fastball right on the outer half for strike number two. So Gifford quickly down 0-2. McKenzie and Yankee. Or Yankee, excuse me, do up for Fremont Bergen. Here comes the 0-2. See if he tries to waste a pitch here or if he'll just attack him. He'll attack him, and it's going to be fouled down the right field line just out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Go see Wendy Vosser or Lori Rogers today. Home Real Estate, there's no place like home. 0-2 count here to Gifford still. Braden will look back at the lead runner at second base. This one's going to be blooped to shortstop, and it's going to be misplayed there by the shortstop and rounding third and not able to score as a little bit of a collision there with Rich. No interference will be called here. So, Carney, since it wasn't the most sharply hit ball, outfield was playing in a little bit. No runner was in scoring position, but did not score on that play. Good job there by Bruce to hustle in there and get the ball. As you mentioned, no runs were scored, so you got a bases load situation. But it was just a, with that turf, you don't know how that ball is going to bounce off when it hits it. We'll see if they think they're going to call that a hit, and they will. So first pitch here is going to be high to Camden McKenzie, the catcher. So the single into center field for Gifford. Bases are loaded here for the Bearcat or for the Knights. And swinging through that one was McKenzie. Even the counts at 101. Fremont Bergen and Fremont High School do co-op. Fremont Bergen is the base school, though. It's a Class A school, and so you saw the Knights playing in the Class D1 girls state basketball tournament. Now they're playing in Class A boys basketball. This one's going to be. Well outside for ball. 
Ball number two, two and one the count now. Fremont Bergen, a Centennial Conference school, so very familiar with the Knights as we have a lot of Tri-City area teams in that Centennial Conference. Here comes that 2-1 delivery off-speed pitch. It's going to be fouled just out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Mike Lewis, Thomas DeLate can help you buy or sell some real estate. Here comes the 2-2 count. One down, bases loaded here. Top of the first inning for Fremont. No runs across. This one's also fouled off. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. And we've had a few foul balls, so hopefully umpire Tim Higgins signals to the Bearcat bench that I'm going to need some foul balls here if we get another one. Richmond at third. Sintek at second. Gifford at first. McKenzie grounds this one to third. It's going to be a tough play. They're not going to be able to turn two. Gets it across the diamond. Does Rich, so... Will retire McKenzie 5-3, but that'll be an RBI put out. As Richmond comes across to get our first run of the game, it's one nothing Fremont Bergen, but now two away here in the top of the first. Cal Yonke, the right fielder, steps in. Fremont Bergen leading one to nothing. From the stretch position, this one's going to be sky. Looks like it could be playable, but it's not going to be quite. And I say that because it looked like it was going to be pretty foul ball, but with these wins, you never know. But that one was about four rows up when it hit and should be about 50 cents for some young lad out there. So 0-1 the count here. Anderson will come set. He'll deliver. Off-speed pitch right down the middle for strike number two. That was a good... Off-speed pitch. I think everyone in the building was thinking fastball there. And now 0-2 really opens up your playbook here if you're Anderson. Gets the sign from Myers. Yonke chokes up a little bit. That one's going to be high. You'll see that a lot. 0-2, you try to go high high heat, get him to chase it. Yonke knew that. Check to swing. 0-2, two outs. One across so far. Second and third. Ball's going to be swung on and missed. And they're going to say it's going to be caught by Myers. So one run on one hit. There were no Carney errors and two men left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the first. It's Fremont Bergen 1 and Carney coming up. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Insurance Connection in Kearney is your Incova Insurance Company agents. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto owner's insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or online at ins-connect.net or 2615 Second Avenue. Proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. It'll be Bruce Anderson and Johnson due up for the Bearcats, and first pitch swinging is Easton Bruce. And he'll ground out to second base, so we'll score that one 4-3 in the book. Anderson Johnson and now Corbin Rich do up for the Bearcats as they trail it one to nothing. For Carter Syntec, one pitch, one out. Pretty efficient start for him. Here comes his second pitch. That's going to be outside for ball number one to Braden Anderson, imposing pitcher. It's going to try and, as you would say, help the cause here. Syntac gets the sign. Quick delivery here. Off-speed pitch. It's going to be skied to right field. Should be playable by the right fielder, Yonke. And Yonke will bring it in, so Anderson flies out. F9. Three pitches, two outs. Pretty good start here, and especially uh, you saw it in Legion, but now you see it in high school ball with that pitch count. Two, and two outs on three pitches is pretty efficient. Oh, exactly. A lot of time these pitchers average between 10 to 20 pitches every time they're out there, depending how well they're doing. And so far today, he's been doing well on the mound. Just a junior for the Fremont Bergen Knights. This one's going to be low and in the dirt. Two, four ball number one to Tanner Johnson, the big first baseman. Bats left-handed. Rich is the right-handed delivery here. Throws this one. That one's going to be fouled off. Just about took out Corbin on deck. He'll help out. Home plate umpire Tim Higgins, and return that one. Evens the count now at one ball and one strike. From the wind-up position, here comes Syntac. Off-speed pitch just inside for ball number two. Two balls, one strike. To Tanner Johnson. Set that defense. Sorts and Mueller and Yankee, or Yankee, excuse me. Left to right, this one's going to be fouled into the Carney dugout, brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Left to right at third will be Gifford, Gloss, Richmond, and Benson over there at first, and the battery of Syntec on the mound and McKenzie behind the plate. Here comes the 2-2. It's also going to be fouled off, brought to you by Home Real Estate. Go see Steve Corum or Robert Fitzgerald of the day. Home real estate, there's no place like home. Carney facing a 2-2 count with two out. Johnson will choke up here on the bat, try to stay alive here, and he'll do a good job laying off that high and outside heater. And that'll leave in the count now at three balls and two strikes. Syntec. From the windup, off-speed pitch. Caught him looking. Good looking off-speed pitch there. Looked like a slider across the plate. Three up, three down for Fremont Bergen. So after one inning of play, it's Fremont one and Carney zero. We head to the second. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney online at headtotheshed.com. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Back here at Memorial Field, Benson, Mueller, Sorensen do up, 7-8-9. First pitch here from Anderson is going to be fouled back. Out of play, brought to you by Home Real Estate. Here comes his second delivery of the inning. That one's going to be just outside for ball number one. So one and one here count, and uh, Cannon looks like Anderson might be just a little fatigued. He did pitch on Thursday, first outing of the year. As you mentioned, Aaron, we see early on this game, he has thrown a lot of balls, but his off speeds have been looking crystal clear, hitting in the plate as it's kind of been his more of a strong suit, especially that right side of the plate. But if you see Anderson, if the Knights can keep attacking him, you might see an early pull in this game. One, two count check swing here, and they got him to go. And so applying the tag here will be Myers. And so there's our first strikeout or second strikeout of the game for Anderson. He had got Yankee to strike out the end. The first inning, so Fremont Bergen got a leadoff walk on the first inning this time. Anderson counters with the strikeout. Here's another off-speed pitch, and there's another strike. So as Cannon had mentioned, the off-speed pitch right now is working for Anderson, and Fremont Bergen will need to adjust to that as they lead it right now. one nothing here in the top of the first inning, or second inning. Counters back here with a fastball, and swinging through that one was Mueller. 0-2 now, and so a great start here for Anderson. Here comes the 0-2 pitch, just off the plate. Looks like Myers tried to steal one there by not moving the glove, but Tim Higgins not fooled as that was about a baseball outside. And there will be another baseball outside, but that one's a slider outside, and swinging through it was Mueller. So back-to-back K's now for Mueller, and just as we thought maybe... Anderson was fatigued. He shows us that maybe it was just the first inning nerves, and he's got back-to-back strikeouts now. He is facing the bottom half of the lineup, too. Here comes first pitch to Sorensen, and there's a called strike fastball right at the knees. All you got to do is just get in the groove of the game. You know, the first inning can always be terrifying for a pitcher, but as we see Anderson with back-to-back hits start the inning, he's now starting in his groove. Here comes another fastball, and swinging through that one is Sorensen, so... Anderson looking a lot better here in the top of the second. His team trails at one to nothing here, but he's one pitch away from getting out of this inning. 
And there it is, a call or a swinging right through that. So three up, three down, and perfect three strikeouts for Braden Anderson. No runs, no hits, no errors. And, of course, no man left on base. We'll head to the bottom of the second. Fremont Bergen still leads Kearney by a score of one to nothing. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Corbin Rich. Kale Conrad, Reese Bober do up and quickly falling down 0-2 is Corbin here. Clean up hitter. He'll foul this one off his foot. This foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. We'd like to thank all of our other sponsors, not just Home Real Estate. We've got Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill where everybody wins and the bike shed. Head to the shed today. 0-2 count here to Corbin Rich. Syntec still pitching really well there for Fremont Bergen. Off-speed pitch is going to be hit to the shortstop. They're going to need to get this one over and beaten. Corbin by a step, so we'll go 6-3 to three in the book here. Corbin was well into the left of the bait, or the foul line, trying to beat that one out. Wasn't the most sharply hit ball on this turf. Sometimes you, you don't know how to field it, and Fremont did a good job there getting it from Glouse to Benson, 6-3 in the book. Here comes Kale Conrad, the left fielder. Kale, left-handed batter. That's an open stance here. Twirls the bat. It's one to second base. This should be a pretty easy can of corn there. And they'll go 4-3 here to retire Kale Conrad's Richmond to Benson. And Syntec Cannon working really efficiently so far. Really low pitch count. This pitch count's low. You can tell the that Carney kind of has, I would say, the green light, the hit, because we've noticed they've been hitting on the first pitch, second pitch, and what's keeping uh, Syntec's uh, pitch count pretty low here within the first inning and a half. Bober will take this one low and in the dirt for ball number one. Max Myers, the catcher with his shin guards on, will chase that one down. If Bober were to reach, it would be Max's turn to bat. Creed Martin and Seth Altwine to follow. This one's going to be a fastball right down Broadway for strike number one. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. So Syntec, you can tell he's got that early groove in this ball game as he is just looking really comfortable on the rubber. Here comes off-speed pitch. It's going to be skied to right. Should be playable for Yankee, and that will 
be fielded and will retire the side. So three up, three down again for the Bearcats. No runs on no hits, no errors, and no men left on base. We'll head to the top of the third. Fremont Bergen leads it by a score of 1-0. to zero. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Play ball! Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. We'll head to the top of the third inning here, and Anderson's still out there for the Bearcats. I'd like to thank more of our fine sponsors that allow us to bring you Carney High Baseball here in the 2021 season. We missed last season. We just about didn't get the 2019 season in with that weather, but uh, let's thank Insurance Connection and Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Connell. Due up for Fremont Bergen here, it'll be the top of the order, Glouse, Richmond, and Syntac, one, two, three. And in the top of the first inning, Glaus drew that leadoff walk, then stole second before being put out at third base on the fielder's choice. And here comes Anderson's first delivery. And it's an off-speed pitch, but this one's going to miss low and outside for ball number one. And if you're the ninth, you want that top of the order. They, you want them to try to get it on base like they did in that first inning to put their first run and try to extend their lead. Here comes the separate second offering. That one's going to be a called strike on the inner half. To even the count here at one and one. Glaus again. Very fleet of foot. It's going to try and get on, knowing that. Corbin Rich playing a little bit closer here at third base. Maybe a squeeze bun attempt here. And there's called strike number two on another off-speed pitch for Anderson. So Corbin will back up as now with two strikes, the threat to bunt is gone. And there's a pitch loan in the dirt for ball number two. Two balls, two strikes here to Dawson Glaus. The starting shortstop for Fremont Bergen. Anderson works quickly, gets a sign here from Myers, delivers, and this one's going to be hit right back to Braden. He'll throw it underhand to first base over to Tanner Johnson to retire Glaus. One to three, and another first pitch out here for Braden Anderson. And outside of that first inning, he's shown some some promise. He struck out. He's got four straight strikeouts before that put out there. One to three. Yeah, you mentioned he's just been on the groove, and he's, his awareness has been very well out there. Another off-speed pitch that's going to be fouled down the third baseline, just foul ball. Corbin Rich touched that on the home plate side of third base, so that'll be an easy foul ball call. So Connor Richmond will return back to home plate, pick up his bat. Richmond, the second baseman, Syntec on deck, and Gifford. In the hole for Fremont Bergen, who leads it one to nothing here in the top of the third inning. Glad to have you along for high school baseball. Jeff Babel, Cannon Rath alongside. This one's going to be outside for ball number one. One ball, one strike, one out. 
Anderson delivers here with the snake eyes, and that's going to be an off-speed pitch again, catching that outer half. Anderson's got that off-speed working tonight. Today, excuse me, it's afternoon now as we've crossed the noon hour. This one's going to be hit to the Bermuda Triangle between shortstop or between first base, second base, and right field, and that's going to fall innocently to the turf as that's going to be a single, and that's exactly as I described the Bermuda Triangle. It hit right between all three of them. Last time we saw Richmond on in the playing field on the bases, he was the one who crossed the home plate to give the Knights their first score, but we did not see him steal. He uh, grounded out to the pitcher, which put out Glaus at third, and then he did, as Cannon mentioned, come around to score. He's running here, though, and that's going to be ball inside, and the throw is going to be late, a one-bouncer there. And I suppose since it was an off-speed, that's where you are able to steal that one on Anderson, but... Pretty good-looking pitch, but it's going to be called ball inside. So one ball, no strikes, and there goes Richmond to second for the second stolen base of the game for the Knights. Anderson back to the set position. Richmond a little a fleet of foot over there, trying to draw a balk, I think, from Anderson. This one's going to be fouled off into the net, brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Steve Corum or Lori Rogers today. If you're looking to buy or sell, some real estate. One ball, one strike. One away here. Top of the third inning. Fremont Bergen, one nothing. Off-speed pitch here. It's going to be hit right up the middle. We'll see if they send him. And they're going to hold Richmond at third and firing it from center. Cutting it off is the pitcher, or excuse me, Johnson. And because they were going to try to go home with it, advancing on the throw home, or advancing to second on the throw will be Syntac, and so Courtesy Runner comes into the game. And looks like number 24 will come in for Fremont Bergen to run, and that's Landon Mueller, the junior. You know, nice job there by Easton Bruce. The Colorado State University of Pueblo commit with this throw. It kept, the, kept Richmond from scoring, so, you know, the coach was reading like, this kid's got a good arm on him. Second, third here. First pitch is high for ball number one. So Ducks on the pond here. Two, two in scoring position for Anderson. They'll need to get some help here. Is anything that the outfield likely scores another run? He'll look back. Both runners at third and second. This one's going to be sky to the right field side. It's going to be out of play. Oh, well, brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Yeah, a few college commits here for Carney and Cal Higgins. Signs with Iowa Western. Here comes Anderson. Again, looking back, comes set. Delivers off speed outside for ball number two. Two balls and one strike now. To Sam Gifford, the Fremont Bergen third baseman. Singled in that first inning as well. Trying to get a throw off the pitcher at second base. And it's going to miss inside now. Ball three. Three balls, one strike. And so a walk here isn't the worst thing in the world as the first base is open here, but prefer to get a put out here. Ground ball to probably the left side of the infield. Here comes Anderson. This one's going to be hit to right. It's going to be caught there by the right fielder, Martin, tagging it third and scoring. 
will be Richmond. So Richmond with two runs scored today. Not advancing to third base on the throw was, well, it's Syntec's position. But again, the courtesy runner out there for Fremont Bergen was Mueller. And so now two across for Fremont Bergen here in the game. One in the first and one in the third, but a big second out here for Carney. Camden McKenzie, the catcher, takes this one inside for ball. Good job by Myers to stop that one. You know, one thing about the catcher on those wild pitches like that, you're going to want the one that if you're a coach, you want them to use their body and get the block there. Nice job there by Max Myers from not letting the runner advance the third. Off speed pitch, fouled off off the hands by McKenzie. Evens the count by one ball and one strike. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. I think of other fine sponsors too, including Johnson Landscape. Now's a perfect time to give them a call as well. Here comes the delivery swinging right through that one was McKenzie. So now more of a hitter's or pitcher's count, one-two count. First base is open. McKenzie in that first got the fielder's choice. Or the, not fielder's choice, the ground out RBI. Five to three. Looking to get a couple, or at least one more here as there's a runner at second base. He'll take this one high. Four ball number two, two balls, two strikes. Two away. Here in the top of the third, two across for Fremont Bergens, two nothing. They'll come say here. Anderson delivers. This one should be a playable and running into the runner. So Anderson and the batter runner, McKenzie, collide to each other. So the ball will be a foul ball here. And so we've got an injury timeout now as both players immediately shake it up. And both coaches have come out of the dugout. This is, a, you hope, just a couple of big bodies running at each other. I don't think we saw any tearing of ligaments by means, but uh, we'll stop the speculation. We'll step aside here while we have a moment. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the top of the third. Fremont Bergen leads Carney 2-0. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And luckily, it looks like 
both players are up and as we described off air probably just the wind knocked you out of you you see that you know a collision like that you think of football but Carney will have someone down there warming up in the bullpen cannon uh, just to be safe, but Anderson's going to stay in. He'll get a few warm-up tosses here. Yeah, so it's like we mentioned, it's just an fortunate play. You know, Anderson was trying to track the foul ball, and then you have the runner, McKenzie, running down the first just to run out, just the unfortunate collision. But it's great to see that both, you know, the athletes are staying in this game as we see McKenzie doing some warm-up and Anderson pitching, but it does look like we have action in the Bearcat bullpen. It looks like it's going to be down there, number three, Lucas Wagner. So we might see him come in this game, depending how Anderson wants to attack here and how he's feeling. But it looks like Coach Archer is going to give him the green light. And again, it is a 2-2 count here with two outs, so we could very well see one pitch here from Anderson, and then his night might be done as the plan all along could have been to bring in Wagner in that fourth inning. So, luckily for us, both players are ready to go here. McKenzie and Anderson. Last one was a foul ball. Here comes the 2-2. That one's going to be fisted off the wrists and fouled back. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. We'll see if Anderson goes back to that off speed here. Trying to get out of this inning. That's what's been his bread and butter today. He'll come set. Looks back the runner at second base. Delivers. And this one's going to be found in the net as well. Foul ball brought to you by Mike Lewis. Robert Keon of Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Arnie trying to get out of this inning. Holding Fremont to just one run. Anderson in his third inning of work. Comes set, looks the runner back. Delivers off speed here, and this one's going to be skied to second base. Should be easily played there, and it'll be caught by Bober to retire the side. So Cal Yankee will fly out to second base, and no runs on two hit, or one run on two hits. There were no carny errors and one man left on base. Blood to the bottom of the third. Bearcats trail at 2 0. You're listening to ESPN Tri Cities. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney, voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Carney Baseball. Welcome back to Memorial Field. It's time for the bottom of the third do-up for the Bearcats. Myers, Martin, and Altwine, their first time through the order. As it's been three up, three down for Syntac. 
Max will get his first look. Max, the starting catcher. And the final warm-up toss goes down to second base. So we're ready to go here. And if you think about it, Syntec has this inning in his hand as his pitch count has been low through the first two innings, and he's going to want to try to keep that going up here. Delivers this fastball loan outside, but it's going to be fought for and sky to second base, and so, or excuse me, to first base. So one pitch, one out. And uh, Cam, we had talked about, looks like Carney has the green light at some point. It might be advantageous to throw up a red light and to work him a little bit because Syntec right now is just grooving out there. It might be one of those things where you want to see maybe one or two pitches before you want to swing the bat, try to get his pitch count up a little bit higher than what, what we're currently at. Off-speed pitch called strike, broke across the zone here. 0-1 to Max Myers, the catcher. Max, two strikeouts in yesterday, Thursday's game, swings through this one. Four strike number two, so Syntec is dealing out there. And this third inning, you don't want to say it yet, but it's been... Seven up, seven down, and this one just outside for ball number one. One ball, two strikes. Beautiful location by Syntec is, you know, that's been kind of the area where umpire Higgins has liked to call those strikes and unfortunately just missed it by a hair. It's a good miss, too, because if Martin decides to swing at it, the odds are he's going to swing through it as it's just off the plate as well. This one nearly hits Creed Martin. Evens account at two balls and two strikes. This one's going to be roped in the left field to break up the no-hitter. Good piece of hitting there for Creed with two strikes. Just wanted to put it in play, and he put it right between the shortstop and the third baseman for that first sign. Or for that first hit, he'll look over to Coach Archer and get the sign here with one out. Coach Archer likes to do small ball here, but with one out, trailing by two runs, maybe... Swinging the bat would be the way to go here. Big lead over there at first. Not going. Called strike one at the knees on Altwine. Seth, shortstop here tonight. Had a triple in that first game. Also hit by a pitch. Pickoff move to first and back in plenty of time is Creed Martin. You know, Altwine's another one of these uh, Carney commits as he'll be, ta will be traveling to NAI, the Dakota State University, to continue on his baseball career after his senior year this year. This pitch just high to Altwine for ball number one. Yeah, I think at least four college commits here for the Bearcats, a young Bearcat team. Not a lot of varsity experience here. This one's going to be high to Altwine as well. So hitters count now. Two balls, one strike. One on. Carney looking for their first run. They trail it two to nothing. Seven inning game here. Syntec will come set. Looks back the runner. And this one's going to be a called strike on the outer half of the plate. Evens the count at two balls and two strikes. First time we've seen Syntec come from the set position. As we've got our first Carney base runner over there at first base, it's Creed Martin. Creed not running, swinging through that one was Altwine. Tough pitch there to read, and you could just tell by the half half effort on that swing that Altwine was fooled. That's just good pitching there. 
by Syntec. Beautiful pitching. You can actually tell early on Syntec pitching out of the stretch. Kind of got down early, but he's slowly getting into that groove. But it's a bit, it's a little bit different aspect for him, the pitching out of the lineup. Turn the lineup over and Bruce, the left-handed hitter, smacks this one right up the middle, nearly hit Syntec. Syntec will go to back up third base. And so a nice piece of hitting there for Easton Bruce. As he'll single it to center field and he'll get to second or to first base and he'll get Creed Martin to second base. And so the first runner in scoring position here for the Bearcats brings up Braden Anderson. Anderson, the designated hitter slash pitcher tonight. So once his night on the mound is done, he'll still stay in that two spot and hit. This one's going to be low and in the dirt for ball number one. Now, if you're the Bearcats here, you got two runners on base. This is where you want to try to get a couple runners across. You're currently down 2 nothing, but with the bats starting to come alive, this one, this is the inning you want. Hitting is contagious. This one's going to be skied to right field. It looks like it's going to find the gap, and it's down. It's going to be an RBI double for the Bearcats. going to try and go for three and make it a triple, and he will. Braden Anderson, a two-RBI triple, and with one swing of the bat... We're tied at two. And that's, you know, we mentioned we want to score. And just like that, with one swing of the bat, anything can happen. And Braden Anderson sends in two to tie this game with the triple. And it looks like we will see a courtesy runner come into this game. And the game for the Bearcats for Anderson, as Anderson is the pitcher. Looks like number four, Owen Fritzen, is going to be the courtesy runner here for Anderson. I'm assuming you can do that since he's the pitcher, but once he's removed from the game, they won't be able to courtesy run for Anderson anymore. Off-speed pitch here is called strike to Tanner Johnson. Tanner struck out looking to end that first inning for the Bearcats. Syntec, with runners on, has been struggling a little bit here. He had back-to-back one, two, three innings, then got Myers to fly out to start this inning, but then Creed Martin got that first hit, and it's been Bearcats have been rolling through the hits now here in this third inning. This one's going to be high outside for ball number two. Two balls, one strike here to Tanner Johnson. The Bearcat three-hole hitter. Go ahead, run. Now 90 feet away. Here comes the 2-1 off-speed pitch. Good pitch. It's going to be a called strike at the knees. Over there, courtesy run was fueling. Fueling, excuse me. 2-2 count. Syntex going to try and get out of this inning with just two runs worth of damage. This one's going to be fouled off. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Don't forget. To head to home real estate. Also, Buffalo Roofing. Go to Best of Carney five years straight. Winds like today. Maybe you'll have a shingle come off or two. But when the nasty weather comes this summer, make sure you go to Buffalo Roofing. Off-speed pitch just outside for ball number three. Full count now here. Johnson checked to swing. Thought about it. But it's a good thing he didn't swing as it was going to be off the plate. A nice curveball by Sintik, but just missed the corner. See if he goes off speed here. He does, and it's going to be fouled off again. You can tell there Tanner Johnson wanted to hold off. He put his weight, but at the last second, took the, 
took the swing, but just caught the tip of it for the foul ball. But he didn't want to swing at that one originally. Don't forget we'll have NCAA tournament action when we are done. Off-speed pitch here is going to be hit to left, and it's going to be caught by the left fielder. So it looked like it had a chance to fall, but Sorensen gets under that to retire the side. Two runs on three hits. There were no errors, and one man left on base. We'll head to the top of the fourth inning. We're deadlocked at two now. It's Carney 2 and Fremont 2. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Insurance Connection in Kearney is your Incova Insurance Company agents. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto owner's insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or online at ins-connect.net or 2615 Second Avenue. Proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HDTVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! And welcome back to high school baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities, Cannon Rap. Jeff, Jeff Babel bringing you the action here. And so far, a 2-2 ball game coming here into the top of the fourth. And Jeff, it's been a fun game here at Memorial Field in Kearney. Yeah, and Anderson's still out there. And so clearly early on, Syntec was, was quiet in those Kearney bats. Now that Kearney's got two across, I feel like Uncle Momentum is with Kearney. We'll see if they can put up a big zero here. Cal. Yonke at the plate here for the Knights. The first pitch on Anderson on the way outside, and it's going to be ball one. And that is how we're going to start the top of the fourth. But we're Anderson out there throwing after his collision in the last inning, still out there and playing hard. The second pitch on the way, swinging a miss for strike one to bring the count to one and one against Yonke, who was the right fielder who made the catch in that last inning to end the inning as he is out here to plate to try to do some damage. He's going to make contact. It's going to go over the head of Rich, and it's going to go into the left field, and it's going to be a base hit single there for Yonke, and that's how we're going to start the top of the fourth. Yeah, Yonke struck out in the first inning, if you remember. Uh, this time he just put his weight back and drove that into left field. Great piece of hitting. He's standing on first base, put more pressure on Anderson here. So that's how the Knights are going to start. They're going to get a leadoff hit here. And that's going to bring up to the plate number seven, the first baseman, Brady Benson. So far, we have seen Benson strike out in his last AB at the plate. Anderson's going to put a, just going to throw back the first to keep Yonke in his shoes, but he's going to slide in there easily and be safe at the bag. Yeah, Benson struck out. It was that one, two, three inning where Anderson had those three Ks. We'll see if he can duplicate that now. Shows bump, but he's going to pull back and it's going to hit the helmet so it's going to be a hit by pitch from Anderson as they showed bunt so Benson glad to see him jogging the first he's going to take a hit by pitch and that's going to put runners on first and second with no outs here in the top of the fourth as it looks like the Bearcats have action going on in their bullpen yeah I was going to say as soon as I saw that one high and inside I was like you 
you'll see Coach Archer send someone down there. And just before I could even finish the thought, there was a pitcher down there warming up. The center fielder, number five, Hunter Mueller at the plate here for Fremont. First and second with less than two outs will be an infield fly scenario too. Looks like they're going to try and bunt though. Show bunt. He's going to get it down. It's going to be picked up there by the first baseman. They're going to flick it over for the easy out, but it's going to advance the runners to third and second here with one out. Nice job there by Tanner Johnson in the second baseman, number five, Reese Bober, to be paying attention to get the out. But it's going to advance the runners to second and third here with one out. Yeah, you'll see uh, Anthony Rizzo of the Cubs will do that a lot. He basically sprinted, and as the ball was being bunted, he was ready there to field it. Wanted to go to third, knew that the smart play was going to go to first. 2-2 two, two the score. Runners at second and third here with one out Anderson. On the rubber, sends it. That one's going to fly in the right field, and it's going to drop, and it's going to send one as Fremont has regained the lead, 3-2. to two. So it's an RBI single, and the runner will stay at third, and that is Brady Benson at third. But coming across the score was Cal Yonke, and the Knights have retaken the lead, 3-2, to two, here in the top of the fourth inning. Yeah, Benson had a good read on it. thought maybe they were going to try and send him, but... Probably the smart play here with a tie ball game. You want to get as many runs as you can, especially with less than two outs. So Jay Sorensen is at the plate here, the nine-hole hitter for the Knights. As it looks like time called to let Max Myers get the play set up. Yeah, first and third scenarios, you'll see the catcher usually go out and say, hey, we want to send this one down or do some sort of um, throw to the shortstop to try to come home with it maybe. Correction at the plate is Dawson Glouse, the top of the, the number one hitter, as Sorensen with the single RBI there. My cor correction on that one. So we're at the top of the order here is Dawson Glouse. As we mentioned, runners at first and third, 0-1 the count here at Memorial Field. Anderson still on the mound here for the Bearcats. Glouse 0 for 1-2 in this game. He walked in the first. Looks like Anderson's just going to keep Sorensen in his shoes by throwing it back there, but he slides in there safely. So we get reset here. Runners at first and third, one out. Anderson checks him. He's, he gets set. Pitching out of the stretch. The pitch is on the way. It's an off-speed pitch. Hive goes outside, and that's going to be a ball. Kind of looked like that might have been a pitch out, kind of. Like, not so much a design pitch out, but if they swing at it, great, but... Those first and third scenarios, sometimes that just really plays mind games with the pitcher. So Anderson gets set here. Klaus at the plate. He'll deliver. It's an off-speed pitch up there high, but Klaus is not going to take it, and it's going to be ball two. Two on the count here in the top of the fourth. Yeah, Anderson going back to that bread and butter, that off-speed. Looked like it was going to come close, but just missed high. Klaus, the shortstop here at the plate. Sorensen on first. He's thought about taking off. He fakes, and this one's going to be a foul ball. And our foul ball sponsor is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Like our agents, Rhonda Johnson and Mark Shipwright. Man, Jeff, I kind of wish we were outside getting them foul balls for them 50 cents. Yeah, when I was a kid, you could pay for your dinner with concession stand. Back then, it was worth a dime. I think now it's 50 cents. So kids today with inflation make it really good. Turnout here. This one's going to be hit to center field. Bruce is going to track it. He'll make the catch, and the Knights are going to send the runner. 
and they will score. So a sack fly there for Glaus coming around. The score was number seven. That's Brady Benson. That makes us a 4-2 ball game here in the top of the fourth. Sack fly RBI for Glaus. We saw him a fleet of foot there at first in that first inning, but this time doing the damage with the bat. So coming up to the plate is the second baseman, number 15, Connor Richmond, who has been on he's been on he's been in the field twice, but he is one for two with a single and a fielder's choice. Two outs here, so that's a big second out. Here is the whoever was warming up for the, for the Bearcats. I couldn't effort a number. Um, they're done now, so this could be the final batter here for Anderson. So Swanson still at first base here for the Knights. Anderson on the mound. He gets set on the rubber. Looks back. He's going to take his time. He delivers the pitch. It's going to be up high, and it's going to be a throwback by Myers, but too high and back in there was Swanson. So that pitch is going to be ball number one. I'd like to thank all of our other fine sponsors here, including Five Points Bank, The Better Bank, and Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Without their support, we couldn't bring you Carney High Baseball in 2021. The inside pitch by Anderson just misses as Richmond kind of has to duck a little bit back to make it a 2-0 count here. But our score, 4-2 here in the top of the fourth as the Knights' bats have come alive after responding to Carney's two runs last inning. And it'll be a 3-0 count here for the pitcher or for the pitcher Anderson. So it's a it's a batter's count here is a 3-0 for Richmond. Yeah, we had a hitter's count for sure, and then now I'm assuming 3-0. They're gonna take all the way, make sure Braden can throw a strike. And there it is, strike number one. In that situation, the 3-0, just put the bat on the shoulders. That's all you want to do. 3-1 the count here. Jay Sorensen at first. See if they do a hit and run here. It's on the way. He's going to make contact. That's a foul ball. And like we said, our foul ball sponsors are brought to you by Home Real Estate. There is no place like home. Like our friend Mike Lewis or Susan Bice. Glad to have them to be our sponsors for another year of Carney Baseball. So it's resumed play. It's a full count here. You're going to see Sorensen take off, and it's going to be ball fours. It just misses outside. And that's going to send Richmond to first, his third time in the playing field. It looks like Anderson's going to get the hook here. So Brad Archer is going to make his way to the pitcher's mound, and I believe it's going to be Anderson's night. Yep, so Anderson will finish you up. So with that, we're going to take a quick break, but we don't come anywhere. Two out, two outs here, as we'll see a new pitcher for the Bearcats. So don't go anywhere. This is Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Play ball! Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High Baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! 
Insurance Connection in Kearney is your Incova Insurance Company agents. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto owner's insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or online at ins-connect.net or 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporter of Carney Baseball. And welcome back to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities as our friend on the mound, Braden Anderson, gets pulled from the game. But give him credit. He had him, the site giving up the four runs, had himself a pretty good night on the mound as he finished with four strikeouts. Yeah, three and two-thirds inning of work. He's still responsible for the two runners on base, but so four earned runs over those three and two-thirds innings. So now up the pitch for the Bearcats is wearing the number three jersey. That's Lucas Wagner. But coming up the plate is the pitcher for the Knights, number 21, Carter Sintek. Sintek is one for one with a double and also reached by hit by pitch. It's the old cliche, but can really help the cause here. The first pitch on the way, and it's down low, but it's at the knees. Strike number one there for Wagner. He had the early 2-0 lead when his team gave it up. They were able to respond back with two runs, so anything else here would be a bonus lead for Syntec. He delivers. It's going to catch the corner, but it's just going to be just slightly outside on the right side of the plate for ball number one. So we got runners at first and second. At the first is Connor Richmond, and at second is Jay Swanson. We're glad to have you here for high school baseball on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. The pitch is in there, but it catches the corner, but it's going to be strike number two there by Wagner. First time we've seen Wagner this year. We just had Higgins and Bruce in that first game, and then Anderson, excuse me, of course, as well. He's got time to play here, so he'll look his runner back. He delivers. It's going to go out of bounds. Myers blocks it. They're going to take a runner off, and they will advance the Two third and two second and third there on the wild pitch. I was gonna say you could probably call that wild pitch maybe a pass ball as well, but I think it was more wild pitch as he just tried to overpower the hitter there. The two two count is here. Sintic at the plate wearing the number twenty one jersey in green. It's on the way. He makes contact, but it's right back to the pitcher. Wagner gets it. He's gonna throw up to first in time. Four out. Number three. So two runs on two hits and no errors. Gives us a 4-2 lead here at the end of the top half of the fourth inning. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's going to be Carney's turn to try to get the bats going. Don't go anywhere. This is Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And the Knights bats come alive here in the top of the fourth as they, as they regain the lead four to two as Syntec is still on the mound and he has been having himself a day by keeping that pitch count fairly low for a pitcher. That's what I was going to say. You're in that four or five inning where sometimes you'll see people go out. It's first game of the year. Maybe they're not stretched out, but his pitch count has been so low canon that I guess I'm not surprised to see him out there here in this bottom of the fourth inning. This first pitch is inside to Rich, but it's going to be called there for strike number one. Corbin Rich wearing the number 35 jersey playing third base for this Bearcats team. Corbin in the second inning grounded out to shortstop, 6-3. You'll see that one. He makes contact, but Syntec is right there, and he's going to flick it over there for out number one. That's one of those that that was such a well-hit ball cannon that you hate to see. Corbin not rewarded for it. It's going to go one to three, but you know he hits that maybe another half of an inch, and that's going to be a single or a single to center field every time. It's just a game of inches, but nice job there by Syntec just to have the awareness, just to take the take the hit. First pitch is in there, and it's going to be called there for ball number one to looks like wearing the number ten jersey. That is Kale Conrad playing left field here for the Bearcats. The 1-0 pitch is on the way. He's going to make contact, and it's going to be fielded there by the shortstop, Glaus. He'll send it over to the first in time for out number two. It's a 6-3 there. Again, if you're worried about pitch count on Syntec, um, two quick outs again, and we've seen that three different times. He only had that one third inning where he struggled. Outside of that, it's been three up, three down every time. And so far right now, it's two up, two down. So here at the plate is Reese Bober. First pitch he sees, and it's me low, but it's me called there by strike number one. And that's another thing where you say it was low there. He's done so well in those first two innings. He's now earned those close pitches. The 0-1 pitch is on the way. It's going to make contact. It's going to be nice job there by Syntex. Same thing. Flip it over the first for the one, two, three. Inning, no hits, no run, no errors. But we'd like to have our sponsor, Great Western Bank, making life great. So with that, we're going to take a quick break. Four to two, the score. When we come back, top of the fifth action. Don't go anywhere. This is high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. More 
more than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney, voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Carney Baseball. And welcome back here to high school baseball as it's Art Bishop Bergen traveling to Carney to take on the Carney Bearcats here for this Saturday action. As we mentioned earlier on, this is Archbishop Bergen's first game of the season after poor field conditions last night. It's again Omaha Rencali. And then the Bearcats played on Thursday with a comeback from behind victory over Lincoln Southeast to improve five to four in the year as they try to get back to that 2019 mark where they made the state tournament where they finished that season 18-10. and 10. Yep, Gifford, McKenzie, and Yonke will be due up here for Bergen Cannon, and it's the 4-5-6 hitters, so uh, they're going to try and make some noise here against, in the second inning of work, Lucas Wagner. That's what they're going to want to do here. So Sam Gifford's going to lead it off here, the third baseman for the Knights. Wagner. On the mound here for the Bearcats. Their first pitch on the way is in there, and it's going to be called in there. It's a swing and a miss for strike number one. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. We saw Anderson really do that off-speed pitch well, and so Wagner goes off-speed there and gets him to chase. So Wagner gets set, delivers the pitch, and it's going to try to go to the same spot, but it's going to be low in there for ball number number one to make it a 1-1 count. In the on-deck circle is the catcher, Cameron McKenzie, so he'll be on deck up next. Another outside pitch there called for ball two, a 2-1 count now here for Gifford. Looking down at the bullpens right now, no action for either team, so Syntec perhaps going to go the distance on this one. Makes contact, and it's going to be just foul of the first baseline, and our foul ball sponsor brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Like our friend Robert Fitzgerald or Amy Johnson. Thank you for being one of our fine sponsors. Two-two count here. We'll see if he goes off speed. Try and get him to chase. The two-two count is on the way. Off speed and it's swung and a miss there for strike number three. And Wagner gets his first K of the day. Yeah, beautiful piece. Like we've seen a lot of the off speed then, especially for Anderson. I think Cannon. It's been more outer half of the plate. That time they went in and a half and got him to swing right through the ball. Nice little curveball action there by Wagner. Gives Carney their fifth K, Wagner's first. First pitch, McKenzie C. He's going to fly it, chasing it down. It's going to be the shortstop caught there by the shortstop. That is number 15, Seth Altwine, the Dakota State University. So it's going to be an F6. Yeah, good job, man. That's not, especially with these wind conditions, that's not a just a routine can of corn. He had to look over his left shoulder and caught up probably with the heel of his glove there, but good job by Altwine. Just staying calm and looking it in. The pitch is on the way. It's going to be high and inside there for ball number one to Cal Yonke. And last time we see Yonke, he was kind of that hitter who got that single that led the bats for the Knights when they took the lead in the fourth inning. 
On the way is Wagner, and it's going to catch the inside corner of the play for strike one to make this a 1-1 count here with two outs. Yeah, Yonke let off that fourth inning with that single and scored the run. Now it's two outs, so your approach changes up there a little bit. Pitch outside, but it's going to be called there for strike number two, a 1-2. And it is a pitcher's count here. It would be interesting to see how Wagner wants to approach this one. Throw it in the dirt here. And it's McCott. It's going to be fielded there by the Bearcats. They're going to flick it over in time for first, but it's going to be no. He is safe. And give credit there to the second baseman of Reese Bober just to make the diving slide to stop it from going for the outfit. Unfortunately, as Yankee is going to beat it out. I'm assuming we're going to call that an infield hit here. We'll wait for the official score. That was just a great effort there at second base by Bober, but Speedy Altwine or Yankee beat that one out. So Cal Yankee at first and up to the up to the plate is Brady Benson. Benson, the first one he sees, he'll tip this one foul ball. Like our friends say, home real estate. There is no place like home. And like, they will call it a single. Go ahead. Like Lori Rogers and Robert. Kayat, thank you for being a fine sponsor. And like Jeff said, windy day, you might need shingle. Always call home real estate. <laughs> or sighting, who knows? Whatever flies. Literally. It's a one count here, and Wagner's going to step off. Just kind of get his composure back. Quick, take a quick time, but he'll get reset on the mat, on the rubber. Sometimes that you do that maybe to see if they were going to be going on a steal here. Is that's a big lead. He will take off. The throw by Myers is going to be a slide. Oh, they're going to say he's safe. He slid around the tag, and that is Yonke. As they, the Bearcats had to play properly, but Cal Yonke kind of just slid around the tag and was called safe. Give him effort. Yeah, they stepped off. They kind of tipped their hand. They kind of knew deep down he was going to be going. And uh, Carney pitched out, and uh, just one of those, the turf, it kind of slid through the bag, and so it was a race back to the bag, and Fremont Burger won that race. Inside pitch there, but it's called for strike number two to make it a one-two count here with two outs to Benson. Brady also scored in that last inning as well, Cannon. He did, so he'll try to see what he can do here. You got Yonke at second as Wagner looks him back at second. Shortstop outline backs off, and it's going to be a swing and a miss there for strike number three, and that's going to end the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. But Great Western Bank inning change coming up here, but the Bearcats still trail it 4-2. to two. So don't go anywhere. This is Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities and 92.1 FM. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! 
Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! And we're back here at the bottom half of the fifth inning as we'll see the seven, eight, nine hitters for the Bearcats. Max Myers, Creed Martin, and Seth Altwine all due up to coming to the plate in this contest. Seven inning games, Cannon, and they seem to just fly by. So this is going to be a big half inning for the Bearcats. It's going to be hit to the third baseman. It's going to be a nice scoop up there for out number one as the third baseman of Sam Gifford. Throws it the first, but give credit to Benson. Nice stretch there to, from keeping that one from going out into the foul territory. Still Syntec out there, too, and he's still dealing, and he gets another first pitch out. That's, I believe, his fourth first pitch swinging out. So Syntec is just having a groove on the mound. His first pitch, and there's going to be an off speed, but it's going to be called there. Strike number one to the right fielder, Creed Martin. The second pitch on the way, swung and a miss there to make it a no-two count here to Martin. In the uh, third inning, saw Martin get that single to start the at-bats for the Bearcats and came around and later scored. Got some action down in the Carney bullpen as well. This one's high, and it's going to be flown to center field, and it's going to be caught there by the center fielder of Hunter Mueller to make it an F8 for out number two. Again, Carney. And maybe that's Coach Archer just being a coach, telling his kids to go up there and swing, because you know Syntec's a good pitcher, so he's not going to give you a ton to, to look at. So when you see it, swing at it. But Syntec, again, all but one inning now, three up, three down. Altwine second time here at the play. His first appearance, saw him go down and strike in K's. First pitch he sees is going to be in the turf for ball number one. 1-0 count, two outs here, 4-2 to two the score in favor of the Knights here in the bottom of the fifth. The second pitch on the way outside for ball two, a 2-0 count here for Altwine. Seth, Alt Seth Altwine, the commit to the NAIA Dakota State University, where he'll continue on his baseball career. And he'll make it a 3-0 count here, and this is the type of situation where you'll just see the bat on the shoulder and have Syntec throw a strike here. The 3-0 pitch on the way, and it's going to be called there for strike number one by the home umpire. That's Higgins. So, Jeff, here, if you see the green light, do you just take it or try to get the walk? On a 3-1 count, if it's there, I'm swinging. The 3-1 count on the way, and it's called for a strike. A nice off-speed pitch. That's going to make it a full count here with two outs. That was such a good pitch that that's a good take, even though you have the green light. If you're going to hit that, you're going to hit it right to the right side. And strike three there, back-to-back off-speed pitches to Syntec, and that's his third strikeout of the game, and that's going to complete the fifth inning here. This fifth inning changed by Great Western Break Bank, making life great. The Bearcats trail at 4-2 to two as we go into the sixth inning. So don't go anywhere. This is high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. And welcome back to the ESPN Tri-Cities for high school baseball as the Bearcats currently trail the Knights 4-2 here in the top of the sixth inning. And coming up, leading off here for the Knights is going to be the center fielder wearing number five. That is Hunter Mueller. And his last time, he is 0-2 with a strikeout and a 1-4 ground out to first. Wagner's first pitch in there. Mueller is a fastball there. Called for strike number one. So the 0-1 count here in favor of the Bearcats. Wagner gets set. He'll deliver an off-speed pitch there. Mueller's going to chase it. It's going to be in foul territory, and it's going to be caught there by Tanner Johnson for out number one. Yeah, right there in foul territory, Tanner Johnson. That looked like it could have come down quickly. He just took the most direct route to the ball, got the put out, and a big first out here for Wagner. So Jay Sorensen, number 20, the left fielder up to bat here for the Knights. Okay, one for two with a strikeout. First pitch he sees in there is an off-speed pitch, swung and a miss there for strike number one. He was stranded at third in that fourth inning, which would have been a big fifth run, I feel like, because it's still just two runs, Cannon. Again, we saw how... One swing of the bat, and we got two runs from Carney in their third inning of work. That's going to be a wild pitch here as it goes packed by Myers, but no one on base, so it makes it a 1-1 count here with one out here in the top of the sixth. Landon, correction, Lucas Wagner on the mound here. Came in relief of, of Braden Anderson. Off-speed pitch in there. It's inside, but it's going to be called for ball to make it a 2-1 count. So the 2-1 count here, Sorensen at the plate for the Knights. Myers gives him the sign. Wagner delivers. It's going to be tipped up there, and it's going to be a foul ball there. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home, like Rhonda Johnson and Mike Lewis. So it's going to even the count here at 2-2 here in the top half of the sixth inning. It's on the way, another off speed, and there it's going to be a foul tip there by Sorensen. So make it a 2-2 here. One out as Hunter Mueller flew out there in foul territory to Johnson. A 2-2 count. It's on the way. Off speed. It's going to be made contact, and that's going to be a foul ball. Just missed the line. And that is kind of one of those plays where you are just about a foot off from a fair ball. Not a very hard hit ball, but it's hit perfectly down the line. And Cannon, if that's another three inches to the right, that's a double. But it's going to go, that one's going to just go and play the Bearcats. So it's going to be a 2 2 count here. It's on the way. Sorensen, he's going to keep sled it up, stay high, and he's going to make it a full count. 3 2 here for Jay Sorensen. 
Dawson Glaus in the on-deck circle here. The leadoff hitter for the Knights up the bat next. The full count. It's on the way. And it's inside. And that's going to draw the walk there to Sorensen's. So the second batter of the inning draws the base by walks. Saw Jay reach in that fourth inning as well. But he was behind a runner. So we don't know. If Jay's got a lot of speed, you typically we'll see that in your 9-1 and 2 hitters. And he's got a nice lead over there first. Wagner checks him back. Gloss at the mound. He's going to show bunt. Runner takes off. Myers throws it down, and he is in there safe. Sorensen beats just in there just in time to beat the throw by Max Myers. I'm really impressed with Fremont. You know, Carney is such a tradition-rich Legion baseball program. Fremont you don't hear a ton about. A lot of times they're in the A6 with the Grand Island and South Sioux City and the Columbus area teams. But Fremont, led by Syntac tonight, showing just how good they are. He delivers. It's going to be out there. It's going to go behind Myers. Runner takes off. They throw down the third, and he is in there safe. It's Sorensen, so he is all the way at third with the steal. And now a wild pitch. So now the Knights have a runner on third here with one out, and the leadoff hitter, Dawson Glaus at the plate. 2-0 the count. Just put the ball in play, and you should get another run here. Carney, they'll bring in the infield in. They're going to try and cut down the run at home. And it's in there for strike number two to make it a 2-2 count. Slow hit ball to the right side will score a run. Anything into the outfield will score a run here for Fremont. Give them a three-run lead. Correction, 2-1 count is what we're at here. So you got, you got Swanson at third. Wagner gets set. He'll deliver. It's in there. It's going to be foul tip there. And by our sponsor, Home Real Estate, there's no place like home, like our friend Robert Fitzgerald or Ryan Brunun there to help you. So it's going to be an even count here at 2-2 two two to piece. The pitch is on the way and off speed, and it's going to make contact by Glaus, but it's in foul territory, and Tanner Johnson's going to catch it, and they're going to send a runner. Oh, this might be a play, and they're going to send him back there. They're just trying to draw a throw there, I believe. But uh, the way that Johnson caught it, he wasn't expecting that. Fremont probably would have been more advantageous to actually have sent them, force a throw, and it, honestly, from my vantage point, I think they would have scored there, but then having to scurry back to third, because once you commit to it, you need to either do it or get back to the base. So now we see Connor Richmond at the plate here for the Knights. Off-speed pitches in their inside for ball number one. Technically, Connor Richmond one for two on the night. He was his first time was a fielder's choice. Came around and scored. Second time was a single and was hit by a pitch last time. Pitch is high and inside again there for ball number two to make it a 2-0 count here with two outs here. In the top of the sixth. Two-hole hitter, you just kind of want to move the chains a little bit because typically your three, four hitters are your best hitters. And so you just, if you're Connor, you want to get on base any way you can. Inside pitcher, but it's going to be foul tipped away there. And like our sponsor, Home Real Estate, there's no place like home. You can contact our friends Rhonda Johnson or Lori Rogers for all your help. Two on the count here in the top of the sixth inning. Two outs, runner at third. Pitches on the way high outside there for ball number three to make it a 3-1 count. Be interesting to see now. 3-1 count. Got a runner at third. I would think it 
Typically, you see a green light here. I see you might take one here, though. 3-1 count. It's on the way. It's in there. He's going to swing, and he keeps it alive with the foul tip to make it a full count. Now it's for sure green light, because if you don't, you'll strike out and in the inning. So, full count here. Two outs for Richmond. Richmond playing second base today for the Knights. Wagner sets the levers. It's inside, and it's going to be Woo. just high, and that's going to draw the walk. Now, I umpire in the summer, and I love Tim Higgins to death. But, man, I would have rang him up right there. <laughs> so, just missed the plate up high, and that's going to draw the walk. So, now Richmond at first, and Sorensen at third here as Max Myers gives the play the first and third situation here to see how they want to attack it. Probably if they go, I would. if I was Coach Archer, I'd say throw it down. Let's get that third out. So Wagner looks him back there. He gets set. He'll deliver the first pitch. It's high, and it's going to be called there for ball number one to the pitcher, Carter Sintek. Sintek having himself a great day on both sides of the field. So Wagner's going to look him back. He'll get set. He's got Sorensen at third. He sets quick pitch in there, and it's going to be up there high for ball number two to make it a 2-0 count. Carter says that's a ball. When I'm pitching, I'm going to lay off of it here when I'm batting, too. 2-0 count in favor of Syntec here in the top of the six with two outs. Runners at first and third. Wagner sends in. It's going to be in the corner there for strike number one. Big strike there. You don't want to fall down 3-0 with the four hitter coming up next. Here the Bearcats, you try to want to keep this out to keep the damage down to two. If you're the, the Knights, you want to extend this one. We've done enough Carney games, whether Legion or base high school, to know that they can come back quickly. That's a foul tip there, which is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. You can contact agents Robert Fitzgerald or Teresa Delate for all your needs. Yeah, it's a good time to buy or sell a home. Uh, home buying process is complicated. Have one of those fo fine folks help you out for sure. Two, two count, two outs. It's in there off speed. It's going to be made contact, and it's going to go into the outfield past the diving set. Altwine, it's going to make it a 5-2 lead as Sorensen comes around to score. Sort of. It, I wouldn't say it was a shift, but you could tell that they were shading to the right side a little bit. And there was a big hole between Altwine and Rich there on the left side. And it wasn't a very hard hit ball at all, Cannon, but, man, it just right where nobody was. And by the time Altwine got there, like you said, he just dove over it, and it was in the left field. Perfectly placed hit, as I would say. Doesn't matter how hard, as long as it goes through. So Sam Gifford at the plate here, the four-hole hitter, and the third baseman. His first pitch, he'll take it, and it'll be ball number one. You got runners at first and second. Richmond standing there at second. Syntec over here at first. Wagner looks the runner back there at second. He'll bring the pitch. It's going to be outside. Nice job there by Myers not to let it go past and to make it a 2-0 count. So 2-0 count here to Gifford. Kind of takes a quick second time there to get reset is the pitcher of Wagner. But we're ready to resume action here. The toe on the rubber, he sends it down in the dirt for ball three to make it a 3-0 count here. 
So this is kind of the situation where you're going to see Gifford just stand there with the bat on his shoulder. Wagner looks for the runner back. He sends it, and it's in there for strike number one to make it 3-1 here with two outs. Throw that pitch two more times here, but it's a hitter's count, so you got to be a little bit more creative than just throwing it right down the middle again. The 3-1 count here. I was on the way, and it's in the dirt, and that's going to draw the walk on five pitches. So Sam Gifford reaches by a walk, which now brings a bases-loaded situation here for the five-hole hitter, which is Cameron McKenzie, the catcher for the Knights. Wagner with two strikeouts. Now will be a good time for another one. Five to two to the score here in the top of the sixth inning. Wagner looks back. The runner gets set. He delivers, and it's going to be outside there for ball number one. McKenzie, 0 for 3 so far, Cannon. He does have that RBI in the first inning when he get the RBI ground out to Rich. So this would be another prime possession here to get another RBI situation. McKenzie's going to make contact. It's in the air. The Bearcats are chasing it down. It's Johnson. And it's, oh, it's going to be caught there by the shortstop of Reese Bober, and that's going to end the top half of the sixth inning with, with one run, one hit, and no errors. When we come back, it's going to be the Bear, Bearcats' turn, but it's currently 5-2. to two. So don't go anywhere. This is Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities and 92.1 FM. Insurance Connection in Kearney is your Incova Insurance Company agents. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto owner's insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or online at ins-connect.net or 2615 Second Avenue. Proud supporter of Carney Baseball. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back here to high school baseball as it's 5-2 to two the score in favor of Fremont. But it looks like we finally got our first pitching change of the day as the shortstop Dawson Glaus comes in the pitch as Carter Sintek will finish his night with three Ks. He'll move over to the shortstop position and Carney is going to have to face a new pitcher. But... For the Bearcats here in the bottom half of the sixth, they do have the top of the order as Easton Bruce is going to lead it off here for the Bearcats. Hey, remember last inning, Bruce ripped a single right up center field, got the first RB, or got a second run scored in that third inning for Carney. Bruce, the first pitch he sees by Glaus is outside there for ball number one. But a nice give credit there. Carter Sintek, a great job on the mound as he moves over to the shortstop position. Bruce, he'll see it. He's going to rip it, but it's going to be ooh, off the glove of the second baseman. He'll run, and he beats it out. And I believe they will credit that as an error. Oh, yeah, for sure. That that should have been an easy 4-3 put out. And it was a lot closer than I thought it would be, but a correct call made there by the official is 
Bruce beat it by about a half step. So in and out of the glove of Connor Richmond and Easton Bruce is going to be on base by the air, but it's a base runner for the Bearcats, and that's how they want to start the inning as Braden Anderson, the designated hitter, is at the plate. Foul ball here. First pitch, he sees he's going to tip it off there. Foul ball sponsored by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. You can contact agents Mike Lewis or Robert Kayat for all your home and buying needs. Closing the book on Syntec. He went five innings of work, gave up three hits over those three innings, gave up the two earned runs. And looks like we got a wild pitch here. The wild pitch there is going to be send the runner. That's Easton Bruce to second, and the Bearcats are now in scoring position there as Bruce stands on second with no outs as Braden Anderson, who got the triple in his last at-bat, is at the plate here for Carney. Syntec finished with three strikeouts as well. And Carney now cooking with a little gas because we saw how quickly they can score. And with Syntec out of the game, sometimes that new pitcher just gives you some confidence. Like, hey, we knew Carter was good. Now let's go attack the new pitcher, Glaus. So that last pitch was inside to make it a 2-1 count here with no outs. Anderson, he sees another one. It's going to go behind the catcher. And Bruce is going to be standing over there at third as it looked like it went behind the catcher of Cameron McKenzie. So wild pitch and a pass ball. 3-1 count here. You know for sure, well, you would think that you'd be taking all the way here if you're Anderson. So a 3-1 count here. Anderson at the plate here for the Bearcats. Pitch is in there, it's high, and it's ball four, so that puts another base runner for the Bearcats as Anderson's now standing on first with Bruce on third as it brings up the left-handed, the number three hitter, the left-handed first baseman. That's number nine, Tanner Johnson. Tanner 0 for 2 here, so you feel like he's due, and this is a good spot to come due. You hit a gap somewhere, you could score. Two, especially if they send Anderson here. First pitch is outside there for ball number one. Johnson, that last inning, had, was credited with two of the three outs as he had two catches in foul territory. So you got Anderson at first, Bruce at third. It's on the way inside, and it's going to be nice block there by McKenzie to keep it from going to the Back wall, so that's going to keep the runners at first and third here, but it's a 2-0 count in favor of Johnson. Yeah, no use stealing here. you got to let Glass show that he can throw a strike, and consistently he's throwing it in the dirt. So it's in there, and it's going to be called in there for strike number one to make it a 2-1 count there to Johnson, the first baseman for this Bearcats team. Carney playing. Their second season, technically third-year existence, but second season due to the COVID season last year. It's on the way. Makes contact. Foul tipped there by Johnson. But our friends at home real estate, like there's no place like home, our foul ball sponsor, you can contact Lawyer Rogers or Amy Johnson. I was going to say, if, if, I'm, if I'm Tanner, I'd be calling either Rhonda Johnson or Amy Johnson. Keep it in the Johnson name. The pitch is on there, and it's going to be another foul tip there. So he's going to battle to keep it alive, and it's going to be 2-2 count. Yep, just keep battling here. The more pitches you see, the more pressure it puts on Glouse. He'll either make a mistake that you can hit, or he'll make a mistake in the dirt. 
And you'll either get a base on balls or perhaps a run score on a pass ball here. Klaus, he gets set there. Delivers Johnson another tip, and he's battling it to keep it alive. Third straight foul ball. So we're glad to have you here for this one. The Bearcats trail the Knights 5-2 in this contest. But Carney with runners at third and first. No outs. Johnson at the plate here for Carney. The said the pitch delivered. Johnson tips it. It's going to be grounded there by Gifford. He's just going to throw the first for the out. But Carney does score one there from Johnson. Yeah, and the third baseman, Gifford, looked like he wanted to come home with it. And I think they could have had a play at the plate. But when you're up 5-2, to two, they made the correct call by just throwing it to first and getting the out. So it cuts the lead down to two as the cleanup hitter, Corbin Rich, comes to the plate as he has Anderson standing on second here for Carney. You're down to needing just four more outs or five more outs now. If you're Fremont, and those are your friends more so than the amount of runners because the tying run still is just at the plate that wasn't at third base there. So the pitch, the first pitch, Rich sees Rich is inside for ball number one. The 1-0 count. Glaus, he gets set, looks the runner back, sends it, and it's going to be check swing, but Higgins says he it's still a strike either way. It was in the zone for strike number one, 1-1 count. Yeah, I think Corbin... I think it was a good called strike by Tim as well, but I'm pretty sure Corbin went 51% of the way around. So just a tough pitch. Good job by Klaus getting it on the inner half. Pitch is in there, and it's going to be outside for ball two to make it a 2-1 count to Corbin Rich. We're glad to have you here. Carney does score to make it down by two, but 5-3 to three to score here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. And this Saturday matchup, the pitch is on the way. It's going to be contact off the glove there, but the shortstop, Sintek is there, and he'll send it to first there for out number two. Good job, though, by Rich to get it as close to the second base bag as you can, and that allowed Anderson to advance from second to third. So now that there's two outs, though, you got a runner at third, and Coach Archer is talking with Anderson right now. He says, all right, this guy's throwing three wild pitches this inning. If there's another one, you're going home. And you can see Braden down there nodding his head going, yep, coach, I'll do that for you. The left-handed left fielder, number 10, Kale Connor at the plate. First pitch he sees is going to go there to Syntex. Syntex going to throw it the first in time. Four out, number three. Back-to-back, six ones there for Syntex, and that's going to end the inning. Carney does score one, but they currently trail five to three. So don't go anywhere. We'll come back for seventh inning action with our sponsor with the change. That's a great Western Bank making life great. Seventh inning change. So don't go anywhere. This is Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri Cities and in the all new 92.1 FM. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we call Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. And welcome back to Memorial Field. Jeff Babel Canrath alongside with you now as we head to the top of the seventh inning already. And a new pitcher into the game is going to be Easton Bruce. We saw him pitch on Thursday. And Easton, the left-hander, is going to try and stop Fremont from getting any more runs and give his team a chance to win it in the bottom of the seventh. They trail right now 5-3, to three, top of the seventh. Due up for the Bergen Knights. Is going to be Cal Yonke, number four. I was looking at the four hole, excuse me. And Cal right now is two for three tonight with a strikeout. So he'll look to continue to stay hot. Easton Bruce in the southpaw will deliver. This one's going to be on the outer half, but it's going to be a cold strike to Yonke. And top of the seventh here. And Easton Bruce just going to try and pitch a zero here to give his team a chance to extend the game or perhaps win it in the bottom half. This one's going to be. Low and in the dirt for ball number one to Yankee. Bruce did appear in that first game. Was actually credited with the win against over the Lincoln Southeast. So he is currently 1-0 on the season from the rubber. Comes this pitch. It's going to be off speed. Brought to you, and it's going to be fouled off. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. In relief, two and one-thirds innings for Lucas Wagner. And Lucas with two strikeouts. There's a called strike three. So a big first strikeout here for Easton Bruce as he strikes out Yankee. And now it's the seven, eight, nine hole hitters. And so if you're Easton, just keep throwing strikes. And odds are you'll have a shutout here in this seventh inning. As a whole, the Bearcats have seven strikeouts as a pitching core. Four from Anderson. Two from Wagner, and now one from Bruce. This first pitch just misses, though, for ball number one. Here comes the second offering, and it's also just off the point for ball number two. So falling behind the seven-hole hitter, Ant Braden Benson. Braden 0 for 2, or excuse me. Yes, 0 for 2 with two strikeouts, but he was hit by pitch and scored a run in the fourth. He'll swing through this one. Four strike number one, two, one, the count. I'd like to thank our fine sponsors that allow us to be here today, including Fanatics Sports Bar and Grill, where everybody wins. And there's a foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. And our final sponsor we'd like to thank today is Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Without their support, we couldn't bring you 2021 baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Here comes... The two two counts going to be, I believe they'll call that a single. Looked like it was going to be a tough play for Altwine to make. We'll see what they score it as, though. Any rate, we'll have a runner on first here. As Benson reaches. Go ahead, Ken. Great job there by Benson. As we mentioned, 0 for 2 with 2 Ks and a hit by pitch. Kind of right there is in the top of the seventh. Benson wants to get that redemption by getting a single put put out there in the field. Bruce, the left-hander, so you'll see 
much smaller leads here from Fremont Bergen, and there's a first pitch strike to Mueller. It's almost a non-existent lead compared to some of those earlier leads in the game. Bruce checks them back twice, delivers here, and there's another called strike. So quickly down 0-2 is Mueller, as they did give the infield single to Benson. Mueller is 0-3 with the K in the second inning. And then with the flyout and a ground out in tonight's ball game. Okay, you're eight, nine hitters up here, so you want to get through these two, and they'll get through the first one and swinging through that one was Hunter Mueller. And there's strikeout number two for Easton. There is action down there in the Knights' bullpen. I can't tell the number, but he has a submarine-style pitching style, something you don't see a lot of younger kids in the nowadays game have that. Galaus in relief pitched one inning, but he didn't look sharp at all, so I would assume that the submarine pitcher will be coming into the game here. That's going to be fouled off just off the netting, and that's going to be brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Go see Robert Kia or Wendy Vosser today. Home Real Estate, there's no place like home. A one count here. Bruce will look back the runner at first. Off-speed pitch way outside for ball number one. If I am correct, that it looks like it's McKenzie down there in the bullpen getting the warm-up. So Jay Sorensen, the nine-hole hitter, is one for two tonight. Walked in the sixth, scored a run, struck out in the second, swings through this one, fall down one and two, and then he's angled in the fourth but did not score as he was stranded at third base for the Knights. One-two count here, big pitch here from Bruce. He'll come set, looks the runner back, high leg kick. It's going to be high and outside for ball number two. Just tried to get... Sorensen, the nine-hole hitter to chase, and Jay does a good job laying off the bait. Now with a 2-2 count, you're likely going to see something hard and fast and right down the middle here. They'll deliver, and it's going to be high and outside for ball number three. Pick back over to first. It's not in time, so full count here now. Nice job there by Max Myers. He saw how big of a lead over there that. Benson was taking and thought maybe we'll try to get a quick pick back here, but Benson slid in time. Glouse on deck and swinging through that one to retire the side was Sorensen. So two big or three big strikeouts from Easton Bruce in that inning. So no runs on one hit, no error, one error, and one man left on base. No, it was no errors because we had the single by Benson. We'll head to the bottom of the seventh. Bearcats need two runs to tie it and three to win it. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. This inning change brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game, from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back. It's bottom of the seventh now. Bearcats needing two runs to tie. 
as they trail at 5-3. Brady Benson will be the new Fremont Bergen pitcher. He's going to try in and get the three-out save. He is a submarine pitcher, so it'll be a new arm angle for the Bearcat batters to look at. And in these warm-ups, Benson's been a little bit all over the place, but Carney's going to send up six, seven, and eight hitters, Bober, Myers, and Martin. And just as I say that, looks like Bober will be pinch hit for. And I believe Dawson Stutz will be your pinch hitter here. You know, the one thing is if Carney can get some base runners on base with that submarine style, sometimes those pitchers don't actually develop an out of stretch, and they still kind of pitch low, and that quick pitch might could potentially become advantage of Carney when they get might get some steals on. Jeff Babel Cannon Rath with you. Stacy back in the studio. Glad to have you along here on a Saturday afternoon in March. Daylight Savings is here. The weather's nice. The burgers are being grilled up. It's spring and it's high school baseball in ESPN Tri Cities. First pitch outside from Benson. He'll have a second offering here. It's going to be just foul up that third baseline. Pretty close call down, but correct call made by Tim Higgins. And sometimes in those 5 3 games where you want to will that across the line, you'll hear some hooting and hollering from the fans. But a lot of intelligent baseball fans here in Kearney knew that that was a foul ball. One ball, one strike here. Benson delivers. And this one's going to be popped right to second base. Should be easy. Can of corn there for Fremont Bergen as Richmond's underneath it. And Dawson Stutz flies out to second base for the first out of the inning. And another pinch hitter here is we're trying to just Get our best hitting up there, and it looks like Dylan Welsh will come in now for Carney. In for Max Myers. Welsh, the left-hander. You'll see that sometimes with the righty-on-lefty matchup here. and That pitch going to catch the outer half of the plate. Good pitch there from Brady Benson, and that's strike number one on Welsh. I like the lefty matchup here. Carney's had a good amount of left-handed hitters, especially for being the Class A school they are. They don't, you don't see that as much often in their teams with left-handed hitters. But you can say they have a good amount of left-handed, left-handed hitters that they can approach with. Second offering is fouled off. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. So quickly, Welsh falls down 0-2 for the Bearcats. Here comes Benson's delivery. Swinging through that one was Benson. It skips in the dirt, so they'll have to throw it down to first to complete the out, and they'll do so. So strikeout number one for Benson, and now Carney down to their last out. Creed Martin, the right fielder, the A-hole hitter, will stay in the game. We see how back-to-back pinch hitters there for Carney. So Creed, at this point, you just need to get on bases any way you can. Hit by pitch, walk, single, just keep moving that line and get the lineup turned over to the top of the order. Get Bruce back up there if you can. This one's going to be low and in the dirt to Creed. Ball number one. Creed Martin was the, kind of that was the one back in the third inning that hit that single that ended up getting the bats going for the Bearcats. So like we like you know Jeff mentioned, try to get on base and maybe that can be that spark of life. Fremont playing deep here, trying not to concede anything in front of them as they have the two run lead. This one's going to be ball outside. And now Creed working on a 2-0 count here. Coming set is Benson Submarine Motion. It's going to be just inside for ball number three. Don't forget what we'll have NCAA basketball when we're done. Georgetown or Colorado defeats Georgetown 96-73 in game one of our featured games. So we'll have whip around coverage for you. 
including the Creighton game. This one's going to be a called strike right on the inner half. Creed started a walk to first, thought he had earned the walk. So now 3-1 count. Benson will come set here. This one's going to be list low and in the dirt for ball number four. So there's that first runner on, and now the pressure will be on Creed Martin to get Altwine. Otherwise, we'll flip the order, and Bruce will come back up. And Bruce, last two times he's been at the plate, has scored two runs and has ripped the ball. So we'll see. And looks like pinch hitter here for Carney. Cash Roseberry into the game. You know, with those off-speed pitchers, it's hard to make them because they like to keep that ball low there. But Creed Martin might have a chance to potentially get a steal. As that first pitch we've seen there, he still has that sidearm, has to go down a little bit lower motion. So it'd be hard to get a quick pitch. You might, it could be a risky play, but you could see Archer send him as you. It looks like Martin is taking a little bit le- bigger lead now. First pitch was a called strike. Here comes the second offering way outside for ball number one. One ball, one strike. Tying run is now at the plate for the Bearcats with Cash Roseberry. Got a big lead over there by Martin. He'll take a good secondary lead. He won't go, though. And this one misses for ball number two. So 2-1 two, count here. Cash will see something good to hit, I would think. You're on deck. You do have the leadoff hitter, Easton Bruce, and that's where you want to be. This one's going to be a way up and out. Ball number three. So 3-1 count here for Roseberry. And so hitters count here. We'll see what... Coach Archer's hands are in his pockets, I'm assuming. Green light here for cash. Here comes the offering, though. It's way outside for ball number forward. So now Brady Benson facing a little adversity with two runners on. Tightening up a little bit. And as we've mentioned a couple times here, here comes Easton Bruce. we got a pitch, or excuse me, a re-entry here, it looks like. So... Seth Altwine will re-enter into the game. Get some speed back onto the base pass. And now you're in a key situation here. Easton Bruce, the leadoff hitter, is at the plate. He actually reached on air last time. Has a single in this game, though. And if you're if you're Coach Archer, this is kind of where you want your team to be. You know, technically Bruce is the game-winning run at the plate. You got two on. And if you're Benson, you're going to want to try to keep anything low to keep a ground ball. First pitch to... Easton swung on and missed. Looked like a changeup there. Fooled Easton. Well, one count. Big first pitch strike there for Benson. Bruce, the way he rips the ball, he gets it in the outfield. We could have a, a run across here for the Bearcats. He represents the go or the winning run, the go-ahead run, or the tying run at first base is Altwine. And Bruce swings through another off-speed pitch now. It's 0-2. So the Bearcats down to their final strike. Here comes the pitch from Benson. It's going to be fouled off by Bruce. Good job with two strikes, just keeping the bat moving when anything's close. And so he'll extend the at-bat. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. So Carney down into their final strike here. Approaching the 2 o'clock hour, you're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Here comes the 0-2 count. Way outside for ball number one. Benson trying to get him to attack the pitch there, but... Bruce had the good eye and just kept the bat on the shoulders to make it a 1-2 count here. Here comes the 1-2 offering. It's going to be inside, but it's going to be swung on and fouled away, which is outside of the Jabba Chamberlain hitting facility down the left field line. More importantly for Easton, 
Extends that at bat, gets another look. And Bruce has the power to place that ball pretty much anywhere in that outfield that he wants to. Big gap in the left, left right-hand side there, but Easton trying to go the other way with it will swing through that one, and that will retire the side, and that will do... That will be it for this one as the Bearcats, unfortunately, will fall to Fremont Bergen the Knights by a score of 5-3. to three. Both teams waving and graciously tipping their hats. Fremont Bergen comes away with the first victory of the year in their first game of the year by a score of 5-3. to three. Carney drops to 1-1 one one on the season. They'll be back in action on Monday. We'll take a break and come back with the postgame show. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana and Wood River. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at at headtothesshed.com. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Carney Baseball! Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Welcome back to Memorial Field. Bearcats drop this one 5-3. to three. Good effort there from Carter Sintek. He'll get the win tonight. Benson the save for the Knights. And before we give you the rest of the numbers, got a chance to catch up with assistant coach Matt Conant now. And coach, um, a lot of first pitch swinging I felt up there. I don't know if that was the game plan, but a guy like uh, Sintek, you want to try to attack early. And, and he just made a lot of good plays, but you guys – you, you, when you did hit the ball, Easton hit the ball pretty hard tonight a couple times as well. Yeah, I mean, I think we had some, some decent at-bats. I think we had some quick at-bats early on. That was probably the main issue in those first few innings. I mean, he had a couple, you know, five, six, seven pitch innings right around there, and that just kept him in the game that much longer. Uh, I don't know what he was at when they actually pulled him, but I don't think he had hit 80 for sure. 
but uh, you know, quick at bats, quick outs. I mean, the first inning right off the bat. I mean, it was a six, five, six pitch inning, something like that. And then he had one or two more of those as well. Yeah, Braden Anderson uh, on for you guys went three and two thirds, had the four Ks. Once he got out of that first inning, I thought in the second inning he was one, two, three, and then yeah. in the third inning before uh, they got things going again, he, he showed some promise there before you ended up giving him the hook. But uh, uh, he pitched Thursday. Was it just fatigue out there being the second second appearance of the year? Or? No, it's it's just kind of uh, every once in a while he'll have that tendency to just if he gets if he's not in the zone right away, um, mm-hmm. it, it takes him an inning, um, and, and we always kind of know that with him going in, just because every once in a while he will just take an inning to settle in, um, and then when you come out and you throw 28 pitches in the first inning, um, that just digs himself a hole for for later on. Something to build on though, you got the three runs on the three hits. Easton and Braden, I thought you know they scored your your runs for you there. They Easton hit the ball really sharply, and you had a chance. And that bottom half to at least have him up at the bat with a chance to extend the game. Yeah, no, I mean we put ourselves in a position to to at least possibly tie it there. I mean we had we had uh, Creed standing on second base and we're able to re-enter Seth there at first after after Rosie walked and mm-hmm. and uh, so we had I mean two of the faster guys on our team on base. You know if we could have somehow found a way to get them to second and third and then we're looking at a, at a one swing and we're tied. So what was a a good effort. We'll look ahead here, uh, weather permitting, I guess. On Monday, you'd be at Papillion La Vista South, and then you'd host Papillion La Vista here. Just give us a quick scouting report if you have one on uh, the two Papillion teams. Well, not, not don't know a whole lot about sure. them just just from from last year. Um, both are are obviously very well coached. They're they've always been uh, really good every year. Um, Papillion's probably maybe the stronger of the two, but I know, remember, I remember seeing Papillion South's junior team two summers ago and they were extremely good. So those guys should be seniors now. And, and, uh, I'm guessing that they'll be, they'll be, uh, it'll be a good game. All right. Well, we're looking forward to, it, and we'll have the game on Tuesday again, weather permitting right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We'll take one final break and come back with the rest of the post game show. You're listening to ESPN Tri-Cities. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Insurance Connection in Kearney is your Incova Insurance Company agents. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto owner's insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or online at ins-connect.net or 2615 Second Avenue. Proud supporter of Carney Baseball. And let's close the book here on the Bearcats for offensively. They were led by Braden Anderson. He was one for two with two RBIs. Easton Bruce and a run scored. Easton Bruce one for three with two runs scored. And then a two R two RBIs or an RBI put out from Corbin Ridge. Those were their three runs on the three hits. 
Bergen finished with five runs on eight hits. There was uh, a Bergen error as well. Um, big player for them was Richmond. Richmond scored twice in the ball game, and then so did Yankee and Benson as well as Sorensen once as well. So a little bit better offensive numbers here, but uh, I thought the, the story of the game was for sure uh, Carter Sintek went five innings of work, gave scattered just three hits, got three Ks, and then Benson coming in in that uh, bottom of the seventh to get the save. Braden Anderson will be the tough luck loser. He went three and two-thirds, had four strikeouts. Wagner in relief went two and one-thirds, and then Easton Bruce, one inning of work, had three Ks, looked really sharp, but it was just too little too late. And so Bearcats will drop this one five to three. They'll look back or look look to bounce back on Monday, Cannon, when they take on Papillion La Vista South. Yep, when they make the trip down there to Papillion La Vista, just kind of get the – Get the nerves out. You can tell it's game two of the season. You know, Carney, no one has played in about two years, so they're right. glad to be back on the field. They got, they got the nerves there. So just get them out. You get them out the first couple games, and then, you know, Coach Archer, he's going to he's gonna want to play his typical Carney baseball small ball and try to get back in that win column. Yeah, and Fremont Bergen, a very senior-laden team. They had eight seniors. Carney, a very young team. Had a lot of talent. They've got a lot of college commits, but the, this team is going to be, you know, Coach Archer – you know, you might lose a game here, uh, game two of the season, but uh, come playoff district time, you know they'll be ready to go. And, well, of course, we'll have every Carney High home game for you right here on ESPN Tri-City. So that would be on Tuesday against Papua and La Vista. But if you look at that forecast, there's a good chance that uh, we could be postponing that one, which would mean that we'd wait until the following Tuesday unless they make that one up within the next two weeks. I'd like to thank Ken Rath for sitting alongside and bringing his expert analysis. And I'd like to thank Stacey Johns back in the studio for producing and engineering. We're going to jump right into the NCAA March Madness Tournament. We'll have whip-around coverage until we get to our featured game of Alabama and Iona at 3 o'clock. So enjoy the basketball. Creighton will tip off at around 2.30. So final from Memorial Field, it was Fremont, Bergen 5, and Kearney 3. Have a good night, everyone. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.